Samsung is once again in the spotlight regarding rumors that they will actually revive a fan favorite model in their lineup. Um, per a Korean news outlet, we have reason to believe that Samsung is expected to bring the fan edition model back. Uh, many Samsung loyalists, even Android users, uh, general Android users, actually found the model quite appealing. And uh, even though it only lasted two generations, it actually seems as though Samsung would like to initiate a comeback. Um, now, as most remember, part of the reason that the 22FE didn't find its way to the launch event was due to the drop in the global mid-range market. And well, also the fact that COVID presented some much unfortunate decrease in chip production. So That's true. Um, yeah, the only caveat that we gather from this news is that Samsung is likely going to kill off the A7 series. Uh, the A74 was a rather desirable mid-ranger that was expected to release sometime this year. Um, but with the return of the FE, there's quite a bit of logic to seeing the A7 reach the end of the line. So That is actually interesting. I'm... Um I'm not really well versed into that, into the um, the F series, fan edition, the fan yeah. edition. Um, I actually didn't really have a problem with it when it released, but um, I I think it's good that they're bringing a comeback with it because, um, well, not that there's already a multi-variable equation with how many devices Samsung outputs every year, but um, I think that was at one least we know they're people, removing one. Yeah, they're, they're removing one, so at least they're you kind of bouncing out again. So yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't have really problem with that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like, like, like we're going on here. Yeah, there's definitely some rebellions that we'll see this uh, S22 FE, um, and it should be expected this fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, past precedent indicates that we could see it arrive sometime in October, um, but there is some speculation that we could see it even earlier than that. So, cool. uh, I'm, I'm personally in favor of this. So I'm I'm looking forward to the return of that particular lineup, and um, I was actually sorry to see it go to begin with. So yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, this next piece of news is not just from Android Authority, but also from essentially every single media outlet. Um, Susan Wachitsky announces she is stepping down as YouTube's CEO. Uh, her main reason, as Authority points out, is that she wants to be able to focus on her family, health, and personal projects. After being the CEO for nine years, her defective deputy, Neil Mohan, will ultimately take her place. So this is actually uh, quite uh, interesting because um, she is very prominent in the tech world, obviously, considering she is the CEO of YouTube. And uh, obviously, I have my quarrels with her in, in some ways just because how she's handled YouTube in the last few years. But that's that's my personal uh, take on that, but I don't know how you feel about this necessarily. I, I assume you've probably known who she is, but um, not actually, not really necessarily. I hmm. don't really pay attention to, uh, I guess, subsidiary CEOs. This might be how you put it. Yeah, sure. um, I haven't had too many issues with what has been coming around with uh, YouTube in the past few years. Uh, I'm not really sure what you're referencing as far as some of the qualms you have. Um, Just going from, I would say, the way that each YouTuber has had to dive into the core of how YouTube had changed, if that makes sense. Like with all this algorithm. Talking about, okay, algorithm, yeah, okay. Algorithm, um... There's even some more 
delicate subjects, uh, which I won't go into, but it's... <laughs> it, well, it's, I didn't mean to put you on the spot there. I was just kind of no, curious it's, what you kind of meant by totally that. It's totally fine. So. Uh, she, at least where I'm aware, for the first several years, she had been doing very well, but the way that, since she's the CEO, she's obviously the head of it. So she leads all those projects within YouTube, which means she is the core she gets reason off. Yeah. why those things exist within there. So whether it be algorithms or the whole COPA thing, I don't know if you're aware of that, <laughs> where you have to say, yes, it's for kids. No, it's not for kids. If you say it's yes for kids, you cannot comment on a video. I, I see there are certain good things about COPA being yeah. a part of YouTube, but also like the way I think it was handled should have been done a little bit more better, but that's just my opinion. There's, so. there's a lot of controversy regarding different things like that. Uh, yeah. it, it's also goes back with the CSAM with Apple. Uh, I think there's another topic we're coming up on this episode where we'll see some controversial issues. So it's kind yes. of hard to see uh, come at that position aggressively because there's two different sides to it. And yeah, <sighs> being in the middle isn't always the easiest so nope not at all so so but yeah i mean maybe that'll uh, elicit some good changes with youtube maybe it will bring upon some things we may Horrors. not want to see who knows yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll see i don't actually but, know a whole about uh, neil mohan so we'll yeah, see how that works yeah neither do i so uh, but yeah, this, this isn't necessarily a main topic, but I did want to draw attention to the fact that a while back we mentioned that uh, Huawei is pursuing a design where a smartwatch could house earbuds underneath the watch screen. Uh, yeah. This is actually now available over in the EU and the UK. Uh, we just actually That's had a promo cool. video from Huawei on YouTube. Uh, I'll post that in the link. There's really not much to it, though. Um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, we do have some specs on it, but... Um, but if it does come to the States, we will definitely break it down for you a little bit further. Yeah, uh, I think absolutely. a lot of our concerns on the initial idea of this uh, was just going to the fact that it looks more like this looks more like a gimmick than it does to be like a fitting application for practical everyday yes. use, uh, yeah, especially absolutely. with the battery being the biggest of those gimmick-related concerns. So, I mean, when you see, when you actually watch the promo and, and uh, uh, the, the girl is using these, these earbuds, it's kind of cool uh but it's also like i feel like you could get so much more from actually a dedicated pair of earbuds than rather just having something yes, small that's I would agree. in your watch i think that as technology progresses if we're able to get to a point where the utilization of both the watch and the earbuds together is a lot yeah. more stable i would say mm -hmm. then yes i'm totally down for that again like you said it's a gimmick it is a cool thing for sure but um, it has its quirks, obviously. So, yeah, in the future, if they ever improve upon that, we'll be definitely uh, taking a hit on that for sure. So, it, It'll be fun to actually see people walking down the street and then just suddenly have their watch screen flip open and then them pulling out a pair of earbuds. I mean, it really <laughs> does have that wow factor. Actually, yeah. I mean, yeah, it does. It's it's really interesting. And I have to give credit for Huawei giving giving the, uh, the initial shot to that. I think we've, like I said, we saw some other less than reputable reputable sketchy sites or ads on facebook that do the same thing but um, yeah. it's really cool right. uh, like you said we'll just have to wait and uh, see how that technology evolves and um you know if it sticks with us kind of like what samsung did with their flips and folds 
Sure thing. Um, the next piece of news, actually, I'm not very happy about, and I don't think, uh, JD, you would not be either, but uh, we have information from Mac Rumors indicating that Apple is planning to charge $99 per year to be able to download and use the developer beta for iOS 17 and most likely beyond. Uh, this should come as a shock for most Apple users, considering that everyone ha- was able to download the beta profile from betaprofiles.dev. Now... Uh, Macrumors does mention that users may be able to bypass this using IPSW or iPhone software file. Uh, still, this adds more steps to the process and at the very least is more tedious. Um, I have a lot of thoughts about this, obviously. Um, I just don't think you should be having 20 minutes bashing Apple on this particular thing. But uh, if you do have any thoughts, that's, I would love to hear them. <laughs> yeah, that's something we could easily do. We could, we could stretch this out a long ways because this yes. is not the first time Apple's done something ludicrous. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say stupid, but that's that's a more eloquent word. <laughs> Both are interchangeable. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's just the the annoyance that you you have to and I get that the developer betas are well, they're for developers. They're pretty, yes. But it's it's just we for those who know what they're getting into, they understand there's going to be bugs, they understand that there's going to be, you know, battery drains, but we just want to test the features in the software. And you yes. would think that with so many users out there allowing access to the feedback app, that that would be a welcomed um, community. But it's it's just for the privileged who want to pay, and that's kind of goes contrary to what I would have believed to be a more um, productive uh, beta community. So, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say on that. I like, I, like a week we said, we could break that down really bad. <laughs> I know. Just, a, just a quick thing. No, it would be nice. Like, I could understand like charging maybe like ten bucks a year or something because I understand like if it were, it's almost like getting to see a Christmas present early or something yeah. like that. I can kind of understand where Apple's going with that, but I mean, let's be honest, they make quite a lot of sales each year. There's no. At least from a user standpoint, there's no real reason for them to be doing it. But at the very least, I could see them charging five, maybe ten dollars a year or something like that. I say a hundred is just why I don't understand. But but yeah, that's all I really yeah. have to say about it. I mean, I think from what I understand, they actually have to when they purchase it. They uh, the Apple ID that was used to purchase the beta or the beta access has to be signed into that device to actually see the update. Yeah. Yep. So that's kind of how that's going to look for the future in case some of you who aren't actually a full-on developer were curious. um, That's what you should expect to see if you do want to purchase that in the future. So next we have Facebook, and they are taking on Twitter, but uh, not really in the way that makes them any more likable, I would say. Uh, Not (laughs) that they were on your top 10 favorite list to begin with. But um, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Facebook is now introducing a verification subscription, much like Twitter's implementation. However, Mm -hmm. this will actually be $4 more at its lower price if you don't subscribe through iOS. And uh, we'll use the means of government-issued IDs to verify the account. It seems that even though Musk was the object of distaste, uh, Zuckerberg isn't doing anything more to help that along, aside from realigning the target to pretty much both major social media platforms. Hmm. And I I guess my stance on this really is the same as Marquez. Um, His recent tweet was a a statement that he's long since made prior to this action by Facebook. And it's just never charged for something that was previously free. That's true. I, I mean, I get I get the whole entire government issue ID. I think that helps. But 
how much does it really cost to verify an ID? It just doesn't make any sense to me. You really have to charge 12 bucks for that. And yeah, they're going to throw in all these ad protections and stuff like that and make it more, yeah. seem more worth $12. But it's just, it's just uh, one of those things where I'm, I don't know. It's ridiculous. I, I, I kind of, I kind of have to blame Musk on this one because he started this whole train. <laughs> I know. Um, for what I understand, because it's been a while since we've talked about Twitter, but yeah, yeah you can still, you still have your verified, so. you still have your verified, um, thing on your username. Yeah, they made some adjustments on that. And I then, think, yeah. but then you have the paid version where it's like you have another blue check mark or whatever. With this, from what you're saying. Is it that to be consistently verified, let's say you're Marquez and you're on Facebook and you already been verified to stay verified, you have to purchase this per month or is this the same as having an extra check mark? From what it looks like as of now, it looks like it's an actual main check mark. There's nothing more additional to it. So that's that's our understanding based on what these articles are unveiling. So, okay, yeah. Oh it's, my goodness. We we have a lot of topics there <laughs> that we could just break down and just keep on bashing against, but uh the show must go on, so Yeah, we'll move on here. So Android Authority has reported a leak from Weibo found by the Chinese outlet at home. Uh the rumor suggests that Qualcomm could be launching the Snapdragon 8th Gen 3 much earlier than anticipated. They state that it could launch as early uh at the earliest of the closing of October. Uh, this chip code named Lunai could have a much better configuration, making a radical difference of 20% energy efficiency. So, um, over the Gen 2? Over the Gen 2, yeah. So, that's pretty much all we have for that. Did they state anything on that as far as the um, 8 Gen 1 Plus? It's the it's the plus thing. Yes, it is the plus thing. They mentioned that. Uh, let me see here. Where was that? Because I know exactly where you're talking Because you about. said three, yes. so I'm wondering okay. if they're going to do a two plus. So it says here, shortly after the Galaxy S23 series launch event earlier this month, we learned the S23 custom Snapdragon 8th Gen 2 chip called the Snapdragon 8th Gen 2 for Galaxy may in fact be the plus model. That makes sense. This, of course brought up the unavoidable question of whether Qualcomm would skip the launch of an official plus version of its latest chip. Uh, the rumor suggests that Qualcomm may indeed move on to the next generation and it could arrive sooner than expected. So yeah, which would make sense why they would skip that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. I mean, who knows what this, this could be wrong, but it, it, in logical terms, it seems like it's, it's a, an obvious game plan. So yeah, I would think so. Um, t- 20% over the two is what mm-hmm. I'm gathering. Okay. Total 20% energy efficiency, so. Well, that's that's pretty impressive. So then, uh, yeah, but with all that craziness, we'll go ahead and move on to deals. Uh, this first one we have here is the the M2 iPad Pro uh, from last year's model, and it's $200 off, uh, and it's the 11-inch for uh, 2 terabytes with just the Wi-Fi model, going from $1,899 to $1,690, so... Uh, 200 bucks, you can save right there if you're looking to get a Pro. You can kind of on the fence of whether you're wanting to upgrade to the next one or just completely get a new iPad completely. So I still like the silver. Yeah. Oh, I love the silver. <laughs> I prefer right? the silver. I mean, it's I not that Space Gray looks ugly. It's just, it just looks more sleek. Oh, well, actually, I was going to say Space Gray has always been my favorite of Apple's oh, anything okay. regardless. So Yeah, because that oh, was yeah. your iPhone 6, wasn't it? That was my iPhone 6. Yeah, I thought so. First one I had. 
Yep. Speaking of phones, we actually have a deal on the Google Pixel 6a. Uh, this one has actually feels like it's been on there for a while, but we'll just kind of uh, bring it back up. So it is down from $449 to $299, so $300, um, 33%. So really decent product right there. You're kind of your budget line, and it's not really that old. I mean, we'll probably have the 7a here soon, but... yeah. So actually, here we have Tile, uh, and they're taking a bit of an opposition with how AirTags work and is seemingly making a controversial move um, on how Tile trackers are located. So in a recent statement from Tile, their anti-theft mode lends support to owners having their trackers be undetectable by nearby smartphones via notification. The idea behind this is that what good is a tracker if it sends off a signal to a smartphone informing them that a tile is nearby, especially if that phone is in the hands of a thief that's trying to steal your valuables? Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other side, they've also implemented procedures to deter users from tracking people with two-factor authentication, government-issued ID verification, which includes fake ID recognition, and a $1 million fine if someone is being tracked without their consent. Wow. So they're kind of trying to attack it from both sides to make it useful for people being tracked and, you know, users being able to actually track their own valuables. So I thought there is some, you know, controversy to it, but I felt like the way they're addressing it does make some sense on how they want to verify what's going on. Not sure if you disagree on some level. There probably is some sketchiness to it. I I have a hard time understanding what, because you said that so much I have no idea, like, what you meant. So what they're doing is basically they're in order to enable the anti-theft mode, they actually have to have you use a government-issued ID. So that way, if you, if you, you do use that tracker to track somebody, uh, it knows they know who it belongs to, and you will be fined. Okay. Now yep. I understand. <laughs> Yeah, so there's, there's just there's so many elements to it that make it make sure that they know what's going on and you will be held responsible if you abuse that product. Yeah, um, but with all that said, we hope you guys have enjoyed this. If you did, uh, make sure to follow on whatever uh, listening service you're on. We're pretty much on every single one that exists practically now. So, um, and if you're on YouTube, make sure you go ahead and leave a comment. We always love to hear your guys' opinions and thoughts on uh, what we have to talk about. So this is JD and Riley signing off. Peace out.